0: You're just really taking charge today.
1: (laughs) All right. All right. Hi, everyone.
0: Welcome back, creeps. Um,
1: Surprise! It's a Halloween bonus.
0: Yes. This is not a regular episode. Dulce has prepared something for us. But first... Tarot card. Give us a tarot card. And even before that, ages and ages ago, somebody asked us... We were doing like a questions and answers thing on our Instagram which we actually made a video for on our Patreon. And uh, I think it's available for everybody, but you have to get to it through our Patreon link. So even if you don't sign up. But one question that actually came in after we had already done it was what football team do I support or soccer team? And I don't. Um, I was not a real boy growing up. I'm not into sports whatsoever. But this year, a famous Dublin singer died and his the one of the local clubs in dublin did a jersey with his name on it so i bought it and then uh, and it's pretty cool it's not this one yeah but then uh my little sister's boyfriend was like oh our team did one when we went because they played a team in seattle and so when specifically for that trip they got this football jersey made Ballybrack, what's his seagulls Ballybrack seagulls and it's got kurt cobain on the back and all of this But you're not going to be able to make it out in the thing, but it's all like Nirvana lyrics and stuff. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And I'm kind of squeezed into the corner here, but I'll show a picture of the back later or something like that. So while I don't actually support any football team or anything like that, I decided this year I'm going to start collecting cool football jerseys, especially if they're like mixed in with music and shit like that. But this one is cool because it's from Ballybrack, which is like literally where I'm from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, whoever answered that question, it was an anonymous thing. Whoever asked. Yeah, whoever asked, sorry. That's the answer. I don't know, but I've just now decided I'm going to start collecting interest in soccer jerseys.
1: All right. Well, we here at Weekly Creep House and our audience support your decision. Thank you. For this wardrobe change.
0: I think it's cool. Yeah. Specifically those smaller teams. Like I'd like to go, like, say when we go to Colorado next month, like if I see one from like a local club there. I don't know, because, you know, your man, Dan from uh, Game Grumps. Mm, Yeah. He's like one of my man crushes, and he looks really good when he wears soccer (laughs) jerseys. so I'm like, fuck it, if he can do it, I can do it. (laughs) That's all.
1: All right. So today's Tarot card of the day is the sun reversed. Today's message. When you feel happy, it becomes easier to learn and grow. Today, dedicate attention to the things that you enjoy. Whether it's saving, savoring your coffee in the morning, chatting with a dear friend, petting a soft critter. I could be taken out of context. Yeah. <laughs> but if you enjoy it, uh feeling the sunshine on your face or feeling satisfied with the work you complete, when you notice good feelings, your world expands. So
0: Yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, I'm not gonna argue with that, you know?
1: Yeah. All right. So today's surprise, today's this year's Halloween surprise is I decided to write a good old fashioned ghost story for you. And here it is.
0: I'm excited, honestly, like I ca- <laughs> don't say wanted to show me this, to like I get proofread it or just see like if what I thought, but I refused. <laughs>
1: So this, and, this will be the first time he hears it yeah. as well. So his visual, like his facial expressions are 100% genuine. Unfortunately, I won't be able to watch his facial expressions in real time because I'll be hyper-focusing on reading my story. So, but I'll get to watch, I'll get to watch on the rewatch.
0: Oh, actually, sorry, right before we got on, I actually was on the our Adam and Dulce YouTube channel uh-huh. earlier. Um, which is like our vloggy home video kind of channel that we do just for, our family, for family, really. And uh, I was like, just hadn't signed on in ages. And there was two comments from four months ago on like our destined drive trip, uh-huh. and we drove to Florida when like this is the first time I ever had this camera. And so I like put together a little vlog, and it was like one family saying, "Oh, this looked really fun. Like we're doing this drive soon." And uh, thanks for the video, kind of thing. And then underneath it was. Uh, who I'm assuming was a mother saying, oh, I'm doing this drive with my daughter in a few months, like I'm uh, pretty nervous about it, like, you know, it looks fun. So I just thought that was cool. So anyway, if you're interested, go and check that out. We're going to have another video hopefully next month. Um, But yeah, I just kind of forgot all about that channel. And then this morning I went on, there was these like nice family comments. So
1: yeah, maybe we'll videotape our trip to Colorado.
0: Uh, yeah. Anyway.
1: Anyways, you good? Everything out. That's
0: everything. Okay. Yeah.
1: All right. Now I'll start. Taking a meditative walk down a country road with tall, lush grass on either side and the warm hug of sunlight sounds like a good idea, but it's all about location, location, location. It's not such a good idea when it's July and the grass is inhabited with malicious mosquitoes. And the vindictive sun makes your skin sizzle like a grilled hot dog at a cookout. (laughs) Jules was walking from our college campus to the nearest convenience store that was turning out to be not as close as she thought. Her school's vending machine was on the fritz, and the maintenance crew was scarce during the summer months. Her school was very small, and it didn't offer summer classes. All students had to leave shortly after the spring and fall semesters ended. Jules got special permission to stay at school for a couple days after classes ended because she told her dean that her mom wouldn't be able to pick her up until then. Secretly, Jules didn't want to go home. She lived a very sheltered life, so she was surprised that her parents let her stay on campus for college instead of forcing her to a community college in her hometown just so she could live at home a little longer. Jules was optimistic at the beginning of her walk, but... Now ten minutes in, she was drenched in sweat, hungry and tired, because she hadn't slept much last night. Indulging in her social media accounts until the sun came up, she fell asleep before plugging her phone in to charge. It silently shut down in her pocket as she forged on this path, determined to get a bag of Chester's Flaming Hot Fries and a can of Dr. Pepper, because the can is way better than the bottle. That's true. A wave of nausea passed over her, and her mouth made sounds like sandpaper when she opened and closed it. Her eyes swept around her in hopes of finding a tree that could offer her sanctuary from the assaults of fatigue and dehydration. All she had seen was a tall grass since she left school, but she squinted in hopes of finding safety from the elements. Among the heat haze, she spotted a small tree and she went for it. As her legs parted the grass, she quickly saw the small shed that stood next to the tree. Why would there be a standalone shed in the middle of nowhere? Who did it belong to? She quickly dispensed these important questions as she staggered towards the shade of the tree. The dirt was cool beneath her as she settled in and waited until her vision was steady. She lifted one knee and saw the dirt was already mixed in with her sweat and caked the underside of her legs. Who knew the back of your knees could sweat? She could hear and feel her pulse throbbing. The noise of her thoughts became stifled and she started to space out. After a few moments, she came back to herself and looked right to the beaten down shed. Something in her gut told her she needed to leave immediately. Jules felt like she was being watched. And she looked all around, waiting to see a lion crawl out of the tall grass to pounce on her. There were no lions in Texas, but her parents drilled into her a danger was all around, so she was usually equipped with anxiety and paranoia. Maybe danger was waiting for her inside the shed. The wood that made up the structure looked like it was rotting and falling away. It looked like it was made by someone who had a general idea of what a shed should look like. The panels were messily painted a gray that was peeling and fading. The door that held onto the frame by its rusted hinges was ajar. Once she felt well enough, Jules lifted herself up to look inside. Inside, she found gray oak flooring covering the entire expanse of the shed. The first thing that stood out to her was the rug. It was clean, white, fluffy, inviting, and nestled under a plump, soft brown, three-seat sofa. The sofa was against a wall And a few inches in front of it was what looked like an old suitcase that was repurposed to be a coffee table. On the wall across the sofa was a small wood stove that stood lifeless and unused. On the back left corner of the shed sat a twin-sized bed, neatly made up with fresh white sheets. Jules looked to her left and saw white farm-style cabinets line the corner with a small kitchen sink. The shed looked so much nicer than the outside, so much she felt like she teleported into her Pinterest board for rustic living. Not only that, but it felt so much bigger inside than what the outside suggested. If it wasn't for the air conditioning, Jules would have walked out immediately, but she was weak with exhaustion and stayed to relish in the cold air a few moments longer. The large windows reminded her of the fierce sun that was waiting for her outside. As Joel stayed in place, she noticed that one of the kitchen cabinets looked different from the rest. Instinctively, she went for the door like she knew she would find, a mini-fridge filled back to front with cans of Dr. Pepper. She popped the Dr. Pepper open and drank as much as the carbonation would let her before letting out the most satisfying belch. She laughed, and felt oddly giddy. How lucky was she that she found a comfortable and clean safe haven when she needed it most? Throwing caution to the wind, she walked towards the sofa. Not wanting to get the rug dirty, she took off her shoes and let her toes grip into the rug. She closed her eyes and enjoyed how the fabric felt between her toes. When she opened her eyes, she was delighted to find an open doorway that led to a bathroom. Jewel sauntered in to get a closer look and marveled at a bathtub, toilet, and sink. They were all a matching shade of cream. The entire bathroom was immaculate, and Jewel smiled at the comfort of having a clean bathroom all to herself instead of the grimy communal bathroom back at school. It seemed like so long ago that she was back at college. Jules turned towards the living room and dropped herself into the sofa. Whoever designed this shed made it so cozy and hard to leave, she couldn't believe anyone actually lived here. It felt and looked so much like a model home real estate agents use to convince you that you can live a rustic lifestyle with all the modern-day conveniences. Everywhere she looked, the place was untouched. Jules sank into the sofa more comfortably in her assumptions. The cushions hugged her frame and felt like it was made for her. Jules marveled at the suitcase coffee table and wondered if it could open and be used for storage. As she opened the lid, she saw it was filled with bags of Chester's Flaming Hot Fries. (laughs) She grabbed a bag, leaned back into the sofa, and started eating. She was in an aesthetic heaven. The little shed felt so safe and she visualized herself living here. Her parents would be livid, that she would even suggest living alone on her own. Think of all the dangers that are out there, they would say. She was over the fear-mongering, and was convinced that the world wasn't all bad. If there was someone living here, surely they would see that she was clearly in need, and would be happy to forgive her intrusion. The door wasn't even closed when she came upon the shed, and this would kind of be their fault she thought, and she began to drift into sleep. The heavy weight of heat awoke her. The comfort of the air conditioning was gone, and she was stewing in her own damp. (laughs) A switch had gone off in Jules, and she was on alert, suddenly aware that she was in danger. The shed was as humid as a mouth and felt like it was closing in on her. Jules's eyes felt open, but it was as dark as the back of her eyelids. She slid off the sofa and tried to feel around for something familiar. Her fingers reached for the suitcase coffee table, but it wasn't there. After taking only a few steps, she was already met with the wall, where there was once a window but now was replaced with a solid textured wall that didn't feel like a wall at all. Jules pulled her hand away because it felt like she was touching something intimate and hot. Jules went towards the direction of the front door, heard a sloppy sound, and immediately fell to the moist floor in pain. It felt like she'd stepped on a nail and it went through her heel. The adrenaline didn't keep her down for long before she rose up again, determined to get out of the shed. Making it to the door, she felt around, but there was no exit. In its place was a wall that seemed to breathe. It was wet and throbbing like it had a pulse. Suddenly, there was a labored whoosh sound behind her. She was suddenly pinned to the wall while something monstrously wide slid down the whole backside of her person, occasionally tugging her as if she was being licked by by an enormous cat.
0: Gross, like sandpaper tongue like.
1: Disgusted, she moved to her right, bracing herself to collide with the kitchen counter, but there was nothing but a wall. She took two steps forward, wall, two steps left, wall. It was only then that she realized that the flooring felt different. And it was now soft and padded. Then it started raining acid. Her skin began to burn, and she instinctively looked at her hands. If there was any light, she would be in shock to find her skin slowly melting away. For a brief moment, she envisioned her mother's disapproval of her situation as though it was her own fault she was there. Her hair was slowly sliding off her scalp, and her facial features began to soften and then flatten. Her clothes curled, as the enzymes of the unseen shriveled and curled the fabric like cotton candy when it hits your mouth. She looked like a burning candle. Her legs gave out when she lost consciousness. As she liquefied a void open from below, and she sunk in like bits of food down a kitchen sink. The shed crumpled in on itself like a piece of notebook paper and retreated into the earth below to join the rest of the tree roots. Although satiated, the carnivorous tree won't pass up an opportunity to utilize its trapping mechanisms to attract nearby prey, as it's not often that food makes itself available. And that's my story.
0: Wow. (laughs) So I felt like, for those of you who don't know, Dulce and I met through our mutual love of Stephen King. And that felt like um, what's the short story collection? Closing shift, I think Mm
1: -hmm.
0: that felt like a story straight from that book, honestly, (laughs) but also like. Fifties pulp comic variety story, which is what that book was inspired by. Like You know what I mean? Yeah. Well done.
1: Thank you. Proud of you. (laughs) That was
0: really. That was really cool.
1: My inspirations were needful things and um, carnivorous plants that, you know, like in evolution.
0: Oh, actual carnivorous plants. I yeah. you... So I think I'm going to put this out into the world. If there's any of our creeps, and I know that we definitely have a few that listen who are amazing artists and stuff like that, but if anybody would like to put images to that, That would be really cool, like comic book style. I'm
1: curious to know if like they see what I see when I played out the story in my head.
0: I mean, you made it pretty obvious.
1: Pinterest is such a good inspiration. (laughs) I (laughs) I actually love that idea, yeah. Yeah, because I was like, how am I going to know what the inside of a shed, like a rustic living shed looks like? So I just searched it on Pinterest and that was the inspiration.
0: Well well done. That was really cool. I think that was a... A nice little Halloween bonus as well. Like that to me, that is Halloween. So that's what I like watching like the maybe like slightly cheesier movies and stuff like that. Yeah,
1: very tales of the
0: crypt. Yeah, like creep show kind of vibes. Yeah. Um
1: yeah, well done. Thank you.
0: And we are gonna have one more Halloween surprise. Not sure when all these are are coming out. Hopefully in the next few days. We have like 10 days as of recording this. Um, but yeah, so I hope you all enjoy There'll be, if you're listening on Spotify, there's now always the video that goes along with the episode on Spotify, as well as YouTube. And there's a little comments box down below. Like usually it just says, what do you think of this episode? Or occasionally it'll be like a specific question that I've put in there, but let us know what you think. Cause it's, again, it's just another lovely thing to wake up and have somebody go like, this was really cool Yeah. this and that yeah good job thanks and there'll be more stuff like that on our patreon as well i've uploaded one of my story my stories this is a very new thing for us to actually be like writing um mine are fucking miserable
1: he read me one and i cried yeah (laughs) It it was so sad
0: and that's on uh patreon people seem to enjoy it
1: <laughs> i don't cry on patreon but yeah. he reads it
0: yeah um so anyway yeah you can check that out if you want more um but yeah i think as we go along like i said this is like a new hobby interest for us um so yeah we probably will start sharing a little bit more um so yeah sign up to the patreon as well if you want more um and yeah thanks for tuning in happy halloween happy
1: halloween guys Ooh. Do you have any ghost (laughs) (laughs) milk?
0: All right. Thank you all very much for listening. We'll be back with some more regularly scheduled programming very soon. Bye
1: (laughs) bye.